Rosabud Podcast, your entry to the journey of the land of no easy answers, attempting to unravel the vagaries of the mind. Welcome to the Subvert Podcast, uh, your turd polishing experts since 2021. <laughs> Once again, I'm Kristen Ramor. This is Aaron Stewart here in the land of no easy answers, uh, where it's all turds and puppets all day long. I believe that pretty much sums up most people's lives, isn't it? I think that, that, right? I mean, turds and puppets, that's basically everybody's day. That does break it down fairly well, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's a pile of shit followed with, I don't know what the fuck's going on, chaos. We would like to assume that the people around us have the capacity to be considered human, human. I hope so. In a lot of cases, it does feel like a puppet up in there <laughs> doing this, moving a person along. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to do ultimately, isn't it? Is to try and actually bring these puppets to life. Yeah. Quite literally, right? All of these different aspects of ourselves inside of our heads that are swimming about and trying to lead you down this way, but this one's trying to lead you over here and, and this one's just trying to keep you stuck and right? Let's well, personify those a little bit and then we can deal with them. This is where we're going to get In very theory. deep for a second here. Because when you get right down to it, I mean, your personality is essentially just a puppet that you have created. Oh, and man. you have the, the capacity inside you to have many different puppets that you can become at any point. And so, really, all we are trying to do here at the Subbird Show, Subbird Podcast, is just to empower your puppets. Very good. Empowering puppets. And I'm done. <laughs> Back to being silly. Okay. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Well, we are still continuing on our ongoing saga of the bullshit detector. Ooh, it's a Indeed. saga now. Indeed. It Very always good. was. <laughs> Uh, you know, again, because this is one of those things that you can use to apply to any information that you come across over the internet or the internet or the internet. You could also you could apply but it what to about things the that you find on the internet. Yes, definitely, yes, definitely the internet, uh, but also on the internet. Uh, <laughs> What I'm saying is that most of what you see on the net is probably shit, and you should probably just disregard it. However, some things do make sense. It's just a giant pile of turds, but here's how to polish them. Sometimes there are turds that aren't worth a polishing, or at least worth a, <laughs> worth a you know, consideration. This turd's worth a polish. And, and that's, you know, like, but, but sometimes, every once in a while, and I will say this is very, very rare, but every once in a while, someone will crap out a diamond. I, if, if you push hard enough. And I mean, the, most of the time it is covered in some turd. But if you sometimes just, you know, pick it out of there, get the tweezers, you know, and, and give it a good wash, you'd, you'd be surprised. There, there's no diamond Are you just in there. encouraging people to go through there? <laughs> Well, if you're, eating, if you're eating diamonds, then yes, I would, I would hope that you're going through with tweezers to get those diamonds back. I do somehow just... think that the diamond-eating population is not necessarily our viewer base. Um, I mean, if so, you guys can send us your words. Well, a lot, of, a lot of our listeners are parents, I assume, so, you know, that, that whole saga of, of waiting for your child to pass whatever 
birthday diamond or whatever it's called. Is that a that. universal parent experience? I'm pretty sure at some point everybody's child has says, Oh, no, you didn't, did you? <laughs> Damn non-self-sufficient tiny humans. Surprisingly, yeah. And that's, it's one of, we're apparently one an oddity in that, right? Like most animals are we're born. We're pretty much the only species that are this helpless when I we're mean, born. You watch a giraffe give birth, it drops it 10 feet down into the ground and that thing hits the ground it running. It back up and it's like, oop, we're good now. <laughs> right? We spend like two, the first two years of our lives <laughs> totally incapacitated and dependent upon somebody else. Otherwise we'd just die. It's crazy. Man, we're a delicate species. <laughs> and then we get even more delicate as we move along, and suddenly now your emotions are just so brittle <laughs> that I can't even, can't even imagine just ruining your day with this emotional stuff. Oh. Life would be much easier if you're just an animal. Just gotta worry about finding food. More or less. That Sleep, does see eat, <laughs> procreate, run away from predators every now and again. I was going to say that that really does apply to the, the puppet running the show for a lot of people. Right? Just, food, drink, sex. Food, drink, sex. Food, drink, sex. What are we doing? I don't know. Food, drink, sex. Food, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want me to read a book? I don't think I can. Food, drink. <laughs> 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 that's, like, that's baseline puppet. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's proto puppet right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the puppet on which all other puppets are are built. Yeah. Absolutely. And that that again, you know, becomes part of who you could be. You know, the idea that we don't have a defined self, per per se but that yourself is an amalgamation of a bunch of different personalities based on the different situations that you find yourself in over the course of days, years, your life, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so there isn't necessarily, over the course of your life, any slice of it that you could say, that's me, mm -hmm. right? And I think once we get to pull out of this life and look back at it from whatever crystalline dimension we get to go to outside of, and just kind of look back and go, oh, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> right? You'll find that again, like like we talked about that last episode, it's about the journey, mm -hmm. and not about having a defined me. Is this is who I am? This is what I do, right? These are my kids. This is my shit. Yeah. Right. Well, that's More... just like a snapshot, right? That's like mm -hmm. a, a photograph. It's. Yeah, and so this is who I am right now. That's all we have. Yeah, and now, and now, and now, and now. Guess what? I'm different. Different now, too. A lot of what I will be, you know, referencing and kind of using as a great analogy for things is is a lot of shit, right? Uh, because it is a universal human condition. Mm -hmm. Everybody shits. That's true. And you just got to get it out of you. And the idea we're that we're kind of like an enema. The idea that mind. we aren't having fun with that really just seems a bit of a tragedy to me, right? The idea that we are just every day just kind of laughing at the idea that we put food in us and then ever <laughs> right like it's just crazy <laughs> you know and and so a lot of uh, you know how we even treat each other like i, I wrote a song a long, a long time ago called the monkey song which was basically about how when you throw shit at other people you just end up with shit stained heads mm -hmm. it never leaves you you're still just covered in this shit that you've been trying to throw on other people but no matter how hard you swing at it it just stays on the, you know and then you're wiping it on you 
<laughs> you know? And it was just such a great analogy for kind of how we treat each other. Like just the, if you were to think about, you know, the words that come out of your mouth as you're throwing things at people, yeah. how often are those nice things that just go think and they go, oh, hey, that was kind of cool. Oh, you're throwing flowers at me. Thank you. Right? And how often it is it just a load of shit that you just go, <laughs> right? And, and a lot of, like I talk about the, the elephant shit in the room, another analogy that I'll probably bring up over the course of, right? Mm -hmm. Where a lot of times when something happens interpersonally between two people or a bunch of people or whatever, it's essentially a big pile of crap lying. You walk into a room and you watch everybody just go, mm, and they don't look at each other and they're just ignoring the subject. And there's essentially there's this giant pile of crap in the room that everybody knows is sitting right there and everybody smells it. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna. Oh, okay, just try to not. Just ignore it. It's all good. It's all good. You know, instead of just just cleaning up the shit. Yeah. You know, and and it just becomes a really good analogy for like, okay, but if it were a big pile of shit, would you just leave it sitting there? Would you step around it, or would you actually do something about it? Well, unfortunately, that is what most people do. Yep. Is well, it's not my shit, not my problem. That's why it's effective. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. But and I mean, how often do you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Not my drama, not my shit, not my problem. And you walk away and then basically you've just now added to an ever growing pile of shit. Yep. Um, and I've actually used a very similar analogy with clients a lot of times too, right? And I'm like, mm. let's say you go out to your car and it's covered in shit, right? What are you going to do about it? You can sit there, you can get angry, you can blame everyone. There's shit on my car! Sometimes you just need to clean the shit, right? And that's like sometimes the pleasant, shit wasn't even directed at you, right? There's again, like it just it was works just a drive-by so shitting. It was just a drive-by shitting. You just <laughs> happened to be. The they were having a bad day. They had some shit on their, th and they just catapulted it, and you just happened to be there. And and that is another great analogy for a lot of this. It's sometimes the problem isn't you. And despite the fact that they're acting as if the problem Most was you, the problem, the problem wasn't what you exactly, right? Like, like I had, I had a thing with my partner yesterday where I got upset over some stupid, and I, and I thought about it after, and I was just like, why was I, what? <laughs> like, it just, yeah, I just had shit going on in my head, and it just brought me into that space instead of a happy space of my loving partner, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's, you have to actually have those times of, again, feel these emotions. Feel them so that you know when they're getting out of hand. So you know when you've gone past that point of, oh, 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 oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Asshole got out there, sorry. He was throwing shit, I didn't mean to. <laughs> right? like, you know, well, we then... need to move these, these emotions, right? Hmm. Um, and, and that's essentially, that's all emotions are, is energy in motion, right? So hmm. if we're not moving things, then how can we expect to process them, right? So it's like you said earlier, there's nothing wrong with, with feeling anger, you know, any any emotion. There's nothing wrong with it. Anger, sadness, all of these things that we're taught to, to cover up or display only in this one very particular way. There's nothing wrong with feeling it. It's about allowing that energy to move, energy in motion to actually properly get it out, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think directing it outwards is never really the answer. Right. I mean, there's a difference between getting it out and then directing it outwards. Yeah. Right. So blaming everyone else for I feel shitty, but it's your problem. It's your fault. You did this to me and therefore I feel like this isn't really helping anybody. No, 
No, it isn't. It does right? seem to it's be not actually it's... moving that through you and out of you. It's keeping it stuck within you, mm. right? Under the guise of I'm throwing it at this person. But as you said, the shit's still on your hand, so you haven't actually got rid of it. Yeah. And that's, that's like what I kind of noticed early on was that all these people that were throwing shit had these hands that I just walked past all the time and were just kind of going like, there's obviously something going on. Right? Like, obviously there was some reason that you felt emboldened to, justified in, you know, whatever caused you to feel that this was the proper reaction to the situation, you know, was probably you being led astray by your emotional state. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and unfortunately, we are so beholden to these emotional states, and most of them unconsciously, that you're not even aware you were already sitting right here, and, that, and all you had to do was look up and, oh! <laughs> you know, and that's all it took. That's all it took. It was as simple as that. You had that drive-by shitting go past. <laughs> you know, and, and we are in a society now where there's just so much drive-by shitting happening. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to take it personally. And, and, you know, you get called stupid and everybody loses their shit. As if, as if that defined who you are. And I go, well, that's, <laughs> right? Like, we do stupid things. That's absolutely true. No one can deny that they've, they've not done a stupid thing mm -hmm. today. Twice. Three times. <laughs> okay, five. Good. Give me a break. Still a bit low. <laughs> <laughs> Only five stupid things? Come on, we'll get the day going here, buddy. What, have you been sleeping all day? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the human condition again. Yeah. And that's, that's all of us. All of us have, you know, the, the most successful, the most, the person that you think has it all together, they still shit. They still, they still have these, these turds coming out of them. And sometimes it makes it painful in their, in their patooties. They have no pains in their patooties. <laughs> anyway. So we're uh, right back to the bullshit detector. I feel like this episode was like an entire intro episode to step four. He was. Like, there was fact. so much preamble that was needed to actually get into this step, which starts with, uh, yeah. Spin more than one hypothesis. So if you've been sitting here watching going, what the fuck, they just keep starting off down all these random streets and never quite get anywhere, that was the point. Method to the madness. I'm so glad it came together well in the end because I wasn't actually sure it would. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just bring it back there either way. I just happened to look at it and go, hey, that works. All right, perfect. <laughs> and so that, that really, you know, that, that's a good point there. Spin more than one hypothesis. If there's something to be explained, think of all the different ways in which it could be explained. No, don't get stuck on the first one that grabs your fancy, right? Then think of tests, tests, tests. Then think of tests by which you may systematically disprove each of these alternatives. What survives, the hypothesis that resists disproof among multiple working hypotheses has a much better chance of being the right answer than if you had simply run with the first idea that caught your fancy. And that, unfortunately, is one of our biases, that the first thing that catches our fancy yeah. often becomes the only thing that catches our fancy. Well, it's normally it resonates with something that's already inside of you something that you've already learned right so well, that's actually a, it's an actual bias that we have where if you receive new information your brain processes that as fact and stores that in the fact category but you also need to be receptive to it in some way 
right? Because you can also hear a new piece of information and immediately think the opposite of, well, that's fucking bullshit because it doesn't resonate with some existing structure that you already have. But that's the thing, but it still com comes into you as something that you now have to disprove. Yeah. Right? Um, versus, you know, if it's, again, falling into your, your preconceived notions, you don't have much to disprove. It falls into, so you don't actually have to put any effort into it. Right. Right? But yeah. So like I said, don't, the idea that just because you have an answer, that it is the answer, right? As, I mean, as we've said time and time again, I don't think there's such thing as one universal truth. I don't think there can be because we're all built differently. We all perceive the world differently. So therefore my truth is going to be different from your truth, even if it's focused on the same thing, simply because we think differently. I think everyone out there can agree that there, the universal truth is that Kristen is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, I, I agree completely. I don't think there is anything that you can point to and say it always happens this way all the time. Every single time that this could happen, that's what happens. Yeah, because right. it can't, and we have no way of knowing. I mean, especially when you get into any interpersonal, the, like the turbulence involved. Yeah. Just becomes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's more fun actually to live that way too, just to go down different routes, right? And Sometimes this... it's fun to get lost and be like, yeah, I take this road to work every day, but what happens if I take this one? You know, the idea that, that a lot of people have to live in certainty just makes me very confused. Because <laughs> yeah. I've always been, like, like again, about the journey. Yeah. About, like, let's just see where this takes us, right? Like, even if it's something that everybody has always said, oh, that's crazy, what, that will never happen, I still would run those scenarios through my head just to be like, okay, but is it really crazy? Does it really, like, are you just saying this because you've never actually given it any thought before? Probably. Right. But, but again, like you said, that's the fun of this. Right? The idea that we're all going to act perfectly and you're never going to offend anyone and you're going to have this life where everybody's so happy with you and everything you do just spreads rose petals everywhere. And oh, did I mention he doesn't take turds? Any? It just doesn't turd. There's no turds coming out of them. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just doesn't happen. And, and I think that we need to start celebrating our flaws. Well, and that kind of goes back to what we opened this with, um, is what puppet are you leading with, right? And if everyone's leading with perfectionist puppet, then the world is a very different place, right? And, oh, I can't, I can't lead with my other puppet because everyone else has perfectionist puppet out, and then I'm going to be judged because this one is very imperfect, right? This isn't even a sock. I don't, I'm just holding a bowl, ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> Right? So it's, it's okay to kind of realize we have these different aspects. And more importantly, it's necessary to recognize that other people have these different aspects too. So just because they're showing you perfectionist puppet and they might be lashing out at you um, for being imperfect is not a knock on you. Right? It's not personal. Again, it's not your shit. Not your shit? And so, yeah, getting back to the, the detector, like, that's have different theories. The idea that someone said this to you and the only answer is that you are shit is wrong, right? Yeah. There's a lot of different ways that someone saying something to you could be interpreted. Again, if you look at it through the, the view of they're having a shitty day, 
a lot of this comes into a completely different perspective, right? Then this was an authority figure that I really respect, right? Even they have shitty days sometimes. Even they will say th say things to you that you're right, like that you have to just go, what? what? <laughs> right? Like, but we were. You said yesterday that, and now we're okay. Sorry, <laughs> right? But then the next day things go back to, and and you you try to find an equilibrium, right? Again, not a defined self, a, a arc of self, mm -hmm. you know, a different hypothesis of who you are instead of a version that you have to adhere to at all times, you know. All of them are valid, right? I mean, yes, even some that of them, one. Yeah, some of them you don't necessarily want to bring out in public. They do frown upon that <laughs> at times, you know. Um, some of these puppets you definitely need to just kind of keep as something in the back of your head that you kind of lock behind bars and have just going. Ah! <laughs> but then again, like that puppet also has a use at times, and sometimes you need to find a space where you can actually just let that puppet run free. Run free, puppets! <laughs> you know, you know, let them have their crazy time. The, the idea that we don't allow our brains to just roam freely through crazy ideas yeah. really limits us in a lot of ways because we get these rigid thoughts of how of what things are supposed to be, and again, like. Most of the time, that rigid thought of what you think something is is not what it really is, or wasn't what it was intended, or isn't what it was, or the intent now changes, or the intent past changes. You know, there's there's so many different ways that that it's this little sliver of what we consider to be that person's experience is really nothing to do with them whatsoever, yeah. right? You take a quote of a person, you go, that must be who they were. Yeah. And, and just the lunacy of that idea, yeah. you know? Would anyone want to be reduced to one sentence that you've at some point said in your life? Yeah. And, and a lot of people are living their lives as if that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, I break free people. Break free! Let your puppets run free! Send them to us and we will let them run free for you. How about that? It'll be fun. Don't let it. You're making it sound like a cult again. You should just have that malicious laugh. God, why do we keep accidentally forming a cult? Not like this. No. That sounds like a great place to end this one. I guess. Well, I'm glad we've uh, solved, <laughs> solved that question. Um, and I mean, thank you if, if you sat through that entire episode. Uh, because, yeah, that was literally a drive-by shitting. Yeah. Oh. We practice what we preach. <laughs> well, hopefully some of that at least uh, stuck with you or resonated. Um, if not, I mean, check back next week. We're always doing some new and exciting often crazy stuff. You never know where we're going to end up. We know you're just here for the puppets anyway. So eventually we will be replaced by the puppets. They are plotting behind our backs already. You can hear. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, don't forget to hit subscribe and uh, we will see you next time. Find us on Patreon, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Find us. We will be there. <laughs> We'll see you next time.